Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Well, it's been rough and rocky traveling, but I'm finally standing upright on the ground. And after taking several readings, I'm surprised to find my mind still fairly sound. I guess Nashville was the roughest, but I know we've said the same about them all. And we received our education in the cities of the nation, me and Paul. Those lyrics come from one of the great voices of country music. You might know him as the ambassador to Weedville. 
Shotgun Willie, Willie the Weed Man, or the Red-Headed Stranger, but most know him as Willie Nelson, and he's celebrating his 89th birthday today. While we know we can't, he can't wait to get on the road again, we hope he'll take a moment to celebrate as we wish him all the best at the start of this episode of Saturday Matinee. And lest you wonder why we're talking about a musician on a movie podcast, I'll direct you to his IMDb page where you'll see he has 73 acting credits and more on the way, notably Wag the Dog, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, and the immortal Disney classic, The Country Bears. My handle's Kyle Olson, and I'll be driving this tour bus through the winding lanes of this episode. But this isn't a solo show, no siree, this here's a trio. First, I'd like to call to the stage our podcast impresario, master of the wicks and sticks. I fed his name into a country music name generator, and it came out Cooter Buckley, but you know him as Pete Wright. Oh my god, hang on, I've got to legally change my name to Cooter Buckley. <laughs> you haven't yet? Get it while you can. Amazing. <laughs> CooterBuckley.com. The queen of the tender ballad. She'll steal your heart and your pickup, and you'll still want her back. The name generator says she's Phoebe Lynn Dean, but you all know her as Mandy Kaplan. I love Phoebe Lynn Dean. It's yours. I was going to come in singing can. to all the girls I've loved before, and then you called me queen of the ballad. So <laughs> we're right on Aces, brand. What is yours, Kyle? Oh, mine was, mine was, mine was, uh, was pretty lame. Mine was Lee Dean. Oh, Are we related? So you're related somehow. I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> How adorable. I don't know why. We probably got married in the 90s. And, yeah. And, I tried a couple yeah. times too, and it kept the same one. So, whatever the algorithm was like, no, that is yeah. your country name. And it will change, it will change nothing. Dee Dee Dean. All right. Mm. All right. Power. Power. Cooter Buckley. All right. So, uh, mm -hmm. so my, my first question then is what y'all been watching? What haven't I been watching? Oh, Ooh, okay. Pete's having I'm a moment. Start with it could be agita or it could be a, an emotion, but no. we're, I'm just going to move on. <laughs> I'm having a. We'll start with you, Mandy. What are you, what are you watching? Um, I'm a little behind, but I'm. Wa well, I watched uh, a series that we're going to talk about on the Man Cave, The Girl Before, on HBO Max, which I very much liked. And now we're doing Yellow Jackets. So I know we're a little bit behind. Uh, liking it, not loving it. Loving Christina Ricci. Man, uh, who doesn't love Christina Ricci? She is fantastic, and I'm fairly convinced that the young actress who plays her young and Christina Ricci mm -hmm. like locked themselves in a dorm room for a year before they started filming. Like they have all their mannerisms <laughs> together. They, it's such a nuanced performance that the young Ricci's giving. So, um, that's a lot of fun. And I, we're, have you seen The Wilds? No, The Wilds was is I, I found it interesting because it's. It was a show on uh, Amazon Prime. Actually, the second season is coming out uh, this summer. Um, but it's almost the same premise as Yellow Jackets, and it came out beforehand, and it was fantastic. And like it just came and went, and nobody really talked about it. And then Yellow Jackets came out, and everybody went, "Oh man, this is amazing!" Wow. Like, but the Wilds just did this. Did anybody see it? Poor so, Wilds. I highly recommend. It. The difference, the main difference, is is that there isn't like two different actors mm -hmm. playing. So it's like basically it's the same thing. It's it's a uh, plane crash happens uh, for a girl's. I think I can't remember they're a rugby team or something and they're trapped on an island and they have to survive over the course of the time. And then it's it's cutting back and forth between sort of now when they're when they're they're off the island and talking about what happened. Right. And so you're get and you're getting to see like right. you know, they'll talk to a girl and then all of a sudden she'll get up to leave and it turns out she now only has one leg and you go, Oh right. and so then like how did she lose the right. leg? And all that kind of stuff. And then there's a there's also like a lost esque mystery mystery going on about the island and, and what's really going gotcha. on. Gotcha. 
when you say so I have not watched Yellow Jacket yet, just because I was sort of like I'm 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 sort of holding out right. for like I'm, I'm a Wilds fan. I don't, I don't yeah. like Yellow Jackets because I'm a Wilds. You're fan. a purist. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, like you're exactly. a Mets yeah. fan. I'm here first. Um, but <laughs> I when you start a sentence with a girls blank team crashes on an island, I immediately yeah. go back to like Skinamax days, like. Oh. <laughs> like those late night movies they would show and about like girls pregnant prisons and all, mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it makes me feel like am i allowed to watch but <laughs> you're implored to watch this show yeah. <sighs> what you be, what you been watching? okay i have i have two things i need to talk about okay. one i uh went to see the portland uh touring cast of hamilton uh Ooh. on 420 blaze up uh nice. and it was uh it was extraordinary but let me tell you why because the weekend prior uh saturday sunday monday shows were all canceled you may be asking pete why covid i COVID? would say to you no influenza <gasps> No one had COVID, but the entire cast and swings and understudies all ended up getting sick for three straight days. So they, like a mad circus orchestrator, flew people in. Our Eliza came from from Los Angeles, which just closed. They had, I mean, people are, and so you know how you go to the theater. You go to the theater, you're classy, classy crew. And they say, tonight, the part of, you Mm -hmm. know, such and such will be played by such and such. (laughs) They just said, tonight, just read the insert. And so you look at the insert and every cast member all the way down. So it's like Hamilton and Burr and Angelica Uh and uh, George Washington and Eliza and Thomas Jefferson Lafayette and Hercules Mulligan to King George is King George was the only cast member in the tour. Everyone else was understudy. So I just like dope praise for the understudy because yeah. that show was extraordinary and those people know their stuff so yeah. it was just fantastic um fantastic anybody in portland listening good luck getting tickets it's gonna close <laughs> uh, in a couple of weeks but you surely uh missed out so second the other thing that Wait, i totally m- yes might oh. i interject of course did you see that Hugh Jackman video that floated around at the beginning when Broadway was start- starting to open? He's in Music Man on Broadway with Sutton Foster. Yeah, right. And he made that beautiful speech because Sutton Foster's like swing, not even her understudy, her swing found out that day you're going on and she never rehearsed and she did it. And his speech, I it makes me tear up to think about it, about how many people felt like he was speaking about them and to them and for them. Uh yeah, I have understudied. I have swung mostly never to set foot on stage, but to sit backstage in costume and, you know, wait, wait. till I could drink heavily after. It's it's a it's a demeaning uh, <laughs> role sometimes. So yeah. I think understudies are almost always better than the actual cast member. Well, they're certainly not jaded. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. They're, they're, they're young, scrappy, and hungry. Yes. Yeah, they are young, scrappy, and hungry. I'll tell you, it, you could feel it. Kyle, what uh, were you going to say? So, uh, well, uh, in, in going off of, uh, and I can think, now I have three things because you guys keep saying stuff. It makes me think of things more. Um, uh, if you watch uh, Beetlejuice is back mm-hmm. on Broadway. I'm so excited yes. about that. Fantastic. Uh, and if you, if you go and watch their opening speech, um, I think they had like nine cast members who were making their Broadway debut that night. Oh. And so at, in the thing, he singled out each one of them, brought them out, and said something really nice about them. Oh. So like, you know, the, in costume, like basically said, this is this is their name, this is the part they play, and here's something amazing about them, and then brought them out, gave them flowers, and gave them like a moment oh. center stage. That's great. That's beautiful. Which I thought was fantastic, yeah. too. I also saw, 
uh, Hamilton when it toured through in here. And I like going to um, the like the matinees, the Sunday matinees, uh, because one cheaper, uh, and two. You get to see the understudies, and so like when we had it was it was the same kind of thing. They had swapped a bunch of the roles, and so the guy who played our Hamilton was also like was a swing for not only Hamilton but also Burr, which I thought mm-hmm. fan- I was like that's so interesting that he does both parts. <laughs> like, yeah, like talk about like back learning literally the, the whole part. show. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And it was interesting because he was uh, he was. I, well, either he was short or George Washington was really tall. Like, because so when there, the confrontation happens of like, call me someone one more time, the it was like a six foot to five foot difference. So Hamilton's like looking up and all pointing at his chest, call me son one more time. Yeah. And it had a different sort of <laughs> feel to it. Like, aww. So yeah, we, we unfortunately did not get to see Waitress because we showed up with our tickets and they're like, sorry, COVID. Like, uh, oh, okay. That. Yeah. yeah. So it must have oh, just happened because we never got an email or call or anything. Like we went to, you know, showed up like right at the door and there's a guy at the front going, nope, sorry, no show today, folks. But somehow they still was able to do the night show. So I don't know how that worked. Well, they but. got back. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I feel happy. I feel happy. <laughs> Uh, well, so that was so that's yes. the stage now yep. to screen. To screen. Uh, I am compelled to talk about Severance. Okay, are either of you watching Severance? No, no. I know what it is, but I have not seen it. Oh my god! So talk about it without spoiling it for anything. Well, Sell that's it miserable. To us, but let me just let me just say this. Hold on, my dog needs to go. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like Waitress, but if you. I, I don't think you you missed out. It's not the best show. I I I've seen a bootleg of it, and that, that was okay. And my wife really wanted to see yeah. it, so like it was it was the, her first time going to see anything since since COVID. Mm-hmm. Like this was our first right. like her first time back in right. the theater, and, like to a performing arts, and like go to the door and go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I talk now? Yeah, that trombone. Yes, tell it. Hey, right. Pete, tell us about Severance. So, look, Severance. Um, <laughs> It is a show on Apple TV Plus, and uh, it uh, stars Adam Scott and Zach Cherry and Britt Lower and Tramel Tillman and uh, Patricia Arquette and John Turturro and Christopher Walken and others. Uh, Dykin Lockman is in it uh, from Dollhouse. If you remember her, she's fantastic. Um, it is. It is. Ah, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Created by Dan Erickson, uh, directed by uh, Ben Stiller and Uff McArdle, and it is uh, extraordinary television from people who love classic television. And I mean, like, classic Who Shot JR level of cliffhangers. Like, they are, they have crafted a show so endearingly for me that uh, <laughs> I've so never nice seen anything like it. It's it's all <laughs> I can, it's all I can think about. And, and the fact that it is directed uh, and and run by uh, Stiller and Erickson. Like, it, there is nothing funny about it. It is a straight-up, crazy psychological thriller. The premise is, if you if you are have, have not heard of it, the premise is you are... It, it is radical work-life separation. You have a chip drilled into your brain, and that chip, when you go onto a triggered, technologically magical elevator, uh, you go down to your floor, and you forget who you are on the outside. That person is your Audi, 
and they're a different person. They're the person that goes and eats dinner and sleeps at night and eats breakfast and takes showers. You're the innie. You work inside and you get to uh, only experience the work stuff. So when the elevator closes at the end of the day, the next thing you know is the elevator's open and you're back at work. You never sleep. You never eat dinner or shower. Um, and that is the the premise. And from there, it goes into some bonkers, bonkers, bonkers directions that I can't, I, obviously I can't talk about, but I love it so much. I created uh, an item of merch on our merch store in our T public store. My favorite line that nobody gets, <laughs> nobody gets much less remembers was even in the show is now on an item of merch in our merch store. We sense what's eels. We sense what's eels. Thank you, Zach Cherry for that incredible, <laughs> incredible gift to my psyche. I will be wearing it proudly, and I have ordered shirts and stickers myself. So uh, that is it. You uh, Severance, seriously. A reason to Everyone one, I know is loving it. It's not my thing, but it everyone I know is loving it. Exceptional. Mandy, wait a minute. Back up. Just a little while ago, you asked for recommendations in this very oeuvre. In Discord, you wrote and you said, yes. hey, give, give me suggestions for this stuff. No, right? not for that. That was yes, you. Yes, but I, no, you, I right? needed a person <laughs> yes, going no. to a small town and weird things start happening or a person entering a, mm. a place and like, it's not supernatural. It's, it's. This, this isn't supernatural. This is. Science fiction. This is a weird, this is a person science? going into a weird this, place. Yeah, weird no, things start happening. I understand. It's, it is not my thing. Uh, and I <sighs> have too much to watch. But we haven't heard what Kyle's watching. But I, if I could just segue because I have too much to watch. And that's the article I posted. Yeah, it is. And yeah. I I didn't realize one of the reasons we're having this glut of content. I thought it was, oh, there was a pandemic and now they're able to produce and all these scripts are getting made. Yes. But they're all getting dropped right now for Emmy consideration, which I didn't even think about. Oh, so yeah, May 31st sense. is the cutoff. So this week... There has been a return of Atlanta, Barry, Better Call Saul, The Flight Attendant, Girls 5 Eva, Hacks, Russian Doll, Stranger Things, and Tehran. And 60 <laughs> new series that I won't name. So, And Tehran drops Glenn Close. That's some power mm -hmm. Emmy machinery right there. But we are, and we all say we are living in the golden age of television, and we truly are. And to finish your dinner and go, ooh, which of these amazing things am I going to watch tonight uh, is a real gift. But it's also getting a little overwhelming. It's a little anxiety causing when it's like we haven't finished Yellow Jackets, but the flight attendant dropped and I'm dying to watch. Well, but you know what's dropping tomorrow night is something else that I'm that my trailer, you know, it's just it's too much. And I feel like they should all meet and be kinder and gentler about releasing things and giving us a little time. <laughs> I'm a busy lady and I have a hard bedtime at 815. I mean, I think I think I, you're. I mean, obviously, this golden age of streaming because we're we're seeing all this stuff. But I, at the same time, I kind of feel like we're coming to the end of the golden age of stream because, like the sort of the knock that that uh, Netflix took, I think maybe the beginning of a sea change. Like we might be heading towards the. the things. I, I think that maybe people are realizing that the Netflix model of here's everything, here's 15 episodes, now you can have it, is maybe not the best way to do it. So maybe the, the way of doing that is sort of almost to go backwards in time to what networks did and just be like, an episode a week. Well, even with that, Great. though, it's I can, still... I can, I can balance that. Too, well, I'm having struggles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm struggling to keep up. Even with the once-a-week Hulu releases, it's like, there's just too much, and it's all good. 
But what are you watching, Kyle? Enough about me and my troubles <laughs> um i mean the the sort of the usuals i mean moon knight and and picard and, and halo and stuff too but um uh, and the, the thing i saw that actually really took me by surprise this week was we're all parents and so we know that one of the things you have to do as a parent to be a good parent is let your kids choose the thing you're going to watch and you have to go along with a smile and a song and and go great this is going to be amazing so uh my eight-year-old got to pick the movie and she picked the bad guys that's a new animated yeah. movie from dreamworks Not good. uh and it's phenomenal i was, Casey and I, are I, was see I was that. like for the first like five minutes i'm like this movie is really good. And then by the time we get to like the third act twist, I was like, this is fantastic. This is one of the best anime Yay! movies I've seen in a long, long time. Wait, how did you watch it? It's... I thought it hasn't come out yet. In the theater. Oh, oh. No, yeah, it came out in the theater. Okay. So like so we it's like she she'd been she'd been seeing the previews and talking about talking about it and I'm watching it going, because like the trailers were not great. They're like, oh no, oh good, a DreamWorks thing. Tons of pop songs. Hooray. Like and and my kid, a big dance. Thing. My kid Hooray. here is one of the characters. He's like, oh, that's Aquafina. And yep. I love it. I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I know you. I know you tend to be not the biggest Aquafina fan, but she is really good in this one because she sort of like doesn't play the Aquafina yeah. character. She's sort of like is much much more down. Yes. More mellow and stuff too. And it, and as we every every voice actor in it is really good. I'm a fan of heist movies. This is a heist movie, and it's a good heist movie. Okay. I mean, it's. I, I'd say I'm like I. The animation style is great. Like the, the, actually, the songs they choose are were really great. good. I mean, I, I was I was really blown away because I I went in with lower expectations, but like it it really blew the roof off the place. I'm psyched now. And you know, and for Justin Hammer fans, you know, the lead characters. Me too. I had no idea. Really? Yeah. I didn't even know he was in it. That's yeah, how little I've best. been paying attention to this thing. That's right. I know it's one of those things where I was like, okay, another another DreamWorks anime movie. But yeah, man, I don't. There's something is happening in animation right now where they're sort of going away from that, you know, Disney house style where like every character looks the same and allowing the animators to get really, so it really has a lot of anime influences where there's big gestures and like they're really getting back to like cartoon stuff and not trying to have it be everything looks like Shrek or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, the, right. Like, well, so, yeah. I mean, that was that was the real treat of Turning Red, right, is the, the manga influences that were extraordinary. Right. And I would say that that, that is part of it, too. I think like a, a new group of animators has sort of come into their own now and they were influenced by a very different set of things. Yeah. And so you're starting to see that bleed into it. Did you did you guys happen to watch the the making of uh, feature that was on Disney Plus for Turning Red? I meant to. I don't think I actually did, though. Well, it's a it's a team of all women. From effects, lighting, direction, the writing, everything, it's all women. And the behind the scenes was kind of extraordinary. I'm sitting there watching it with my wife, and about 15 minutes in, she looks at me and she says, do you notice what's different? And I said, no one's talking about themselves. Anytime they're talking about the movie, they're talking about one of the other women and how much they love them. And... At wow. no point were they talking about sk their skills, what they've learned along the way. It's always been like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm making a movie with this woman. I love her. I want to be roommates with her. She's brilliant. I'll follow her anywhere. And the other woman is sitting on the couch with her and is like, are you kidding? I would follow you anywhere. You're amazing. You're the most amazing. It was, it was so freaking ego-free and joyous to wow. watch the making of yeah. of this movie that was already fantastic yeah. so uh, it was such a treat oh, good. such a treat i, I like yeah. that movie oh, and i, so I like that disney is, is doing that is, do, is actually putting out behind the scenes stuff too because like yeah. no one else really is yeah 
I love that they're all in one place. Really great. On, on winning time, if, if you are watching it, I had I had been stopping at the credits, but it turns out you, you need to keep going because now at the end of the credits, not only is there a preview for the next episode, but there also is like Featurette. a video podcast thing at the end of it, talking to the actors and some of the actual people that there that are involved in it. I, it was like a little surprise when I forgot to pick up the remote. It was like, oh, hey, there's like a little featurette at the end of every episode. This is nice. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So uh, we talked about the present. Let's talk about the future. Let's get into trailers. Mandy, you got in there first. It seems like there was a different name for the thing that you were going to talk about earlier on in the week. So I had Chad season two in there because I'm a huge Chad fan. And then it just unceremoniously got pushed. They're not going to premiere it. So I changed course and I chose uh, a series written and created by Vanessa Bayer and starring Vanessa Bayer, who I find to be delightfully quirky very similar in everything she does, but I'm on board with it. And Molly Shannon and Jennifer Lewis, who can do no wrong. These three women are in a series called I Love That For You. I'm Jackie. I know who you are. Hey, y'all. We're coming into people's living rooms. It's a relationship. No more sandstone. Tell them we're out. Gotcha. Sorry about that. Don't talk to me. I'm so sorry. I don't apologize. Sorry for saying so. Two minutes to live. You're going to be great. Really? I'm not sure. Are you dying to smell it? I sure am. Mm. Mm. You're fired. What is the status on the bus? Kim wants a for North I have cancer! Oh my God, what? You know, I had it. When I was a kid, and she back. But you did have it. You had cancer. But she's saying she has it now. She doesn't have it now. Hey, Jesus, you're not going to take this one yet. I've really only been with two guys, and both of them weighed less than me. Now, this is, this combines a lot of what I love, like sending up the Home Shopping Network. Love it. It's that Dear Evan Hansen model of telling a lie and then the lie spins out of control and everybody's lives are affected by the lie. And she's going to dig herself deeper and deeper as the season goes because she blurts out, I have cancer because she doesn't want to get fired from her job. Um, And I think it looks like it could be potentially hilarious and probably snipery with the emotions it's going (laughs) to get from us. And I'm I can't wait for this. It uh uh, so you're hearing this Saturday. So yesterday, <laughs> yeah, can, the first episode was on Showtime. That's right. You can watch it right now. Yes, on Showtime. And that they are doing like streaming on Amazon, I think. But if you have Showtime, you get them faster from what I've heard. Sure. What do you think, Pete? Okay, it is quirky and all of those things. I was completely distracted by the fact that Bess Armstrong is in it. And Bess Armstrong, uh, I fell in love with when I was uh, 11 years old, and I saw her in Jaws 3D. <laughs> I just I was head over heels in love with Beth, Beth Armstrong for like a number of years. And then she went on to My So-Called Life, and uh, she was in High Road to China. She was in Four Seasons uh, before Jaws 3D. Didn't see her in that until many years later. I was delighted to see my my true movie love, uh, Beth Armstrong, in that movie. And now she is in this one, in, in I Love That For You, and I'm very excited about it. She's been in a lot of other stuff at, that I just haven't watched <laughs> between Jaws 3D and so now. you don't love and, her but that But it feels much. like 
I just rediscovered her. <laughs> I know, right? I, I'm looking her up on IMDb so I can get a real sense of your type. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you should probably shouldn't. I mean, it's okay if you didn't, but I, I just, just, I was just like, let's not, let's not go typing each other, shall we? Um, okay, so I think it looks, I think it looks really funny and quirky, and I do uh, actually, I, I really, I really like uh, Vanessa Bear. I think she's so, like, you're right. It's like she has a thing that she does, and that thing, if it weren't kind of universally funny, I would struggle with it, but it really is universally funny. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to be the party pooper then because uh, I love Vesper. I think she's great on SNL. I think the Totino's trilogy is some of the best things that they were on SNL. But I, I don't know. I, I see this and I'm just like, oh, this is the nice girl and the mean office. Okay. I feel like I've seen this. You're done with that. A bunch of, yeah, I feel like it's been done every time. And I feel like it's it's kind of like almost the the job these women have to to do in order to get forward in Hollywood. Like, I feel like this is kind of like shrill in the same way. I was like, oh, you're so much funnier than just being like the, I'm out of step with everybody else. I'm the quirky girl and they're all mean to me. Well, I hate that for you, <sighs> okay, Kyle. We're still doing this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it just seems like we're still doing this. We're still doing this. Okay. But at the same time, that cast... Like the fact Molly Shannon, I fact I love the fact that Molly Shannon's getting all this work. Jennifer Lewis, it's I mean it's it raises above, but I'm I'm sort of waiting to see what the reaction is first before I, I because I know it's just it's just in a in a, a genre or style or whatever that I, I feel like is kind of played out. I do have to say I love that we are getting closer and closer that I can look at this cast list and see Aiden Myeri and see that she is in the upcoming Confess Fletch, the new Fletch reboot starring. John There's Hamm. another Fletch yeah. reboot as, that as is Fletch. this one actually going to happen? Yeah, it that's is one of those. well cast. Like they okay. drop Kyle MacLachlan okay. and John Hamm and Marsha Gay Harden and John Slattery, and uh, I mean it's it is thoroughly cast. I feel like this Fletch one. is kind of like Akira, where like they, they yeah. just keep they just keep putting together casts and and creatives, and then it all just falls apart. And they do it again. And yeah, it falls apart to your to your again. point, there is no projected release year on imdb at this point so we'll see believe it you know pick picture movie or it didn't happen kind of a thing so <laughs> anyway that's where we are <laughs> all right so uh so let's 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 move on to the our next one because pete you got in there next so uh, i think you you picked a weird little independent film that uh, mm-hmm. nobody's yeah. really talking about yet yep yep not only is nobody really talking about it i've already picked trailer one of this movie that's how <laughs> excited i am it's jurassic world dominion Baby, that's impossible. Hey, girl. You look just like your mother. I promise you, I am going to get her back. Here's why I got cited, excited about this. Here's why I got cited. Uh, because uh, this one has a dinosaur pick up a guy off a moving motorcycle. And if they're going to drop the pick up a guy off a moving motorcycle in the trailer, what wonders of killing will we have at the fangs and and uh, like claws of dinosaurs in this thing? <laughs> I love the whole premise of this movie that they're just saying, you know what, dinosaurs are just everywhere and we're going to see what happens like let's say this is i it, my head cannon for this movie is like okay everybody all of you people good, new people old people just start running through italy and know that there will be dinosaurs and that's enough for me that's enough 
I am so excited about this movie. I don't even know what else to say. It's coming out way too soon for me to even stay on this podcast. What what you, what are you are you guys as excited as I am about Dinosaurs Run Amok? What do you think, Mandy? Pete, raise your standards. Man, <laughs> I mean this was trope after trope after trope. Yes. <laughs> I And I'm here And for I it. felt almost like they were making fun of it. it. Like having recently suffered through a movie called The Bubble don't ever, mm. don't ever, ever, oh, ever, ever okay. watch it. Ooh, that's on that's on my list. Don't, I oh, Kyle, you're welcome. I'm saving you and <laughs> your precious time on Earth. It's not great. It's, it's not really great. bad. Okay. And they do a version of Jurassic. They're they're sending up Jurassic Park. This felt like right, that. Yeah. Like they're like, well, are you in? Well, come on then. What are you waiting for? Like the dialogue is so cheesy everything is so cheesy and you, you call out one of the cheesiest things about like it's gonna swoop him off a motorcycle like I, it's yeah there's a plane attacked by a dinosaur <laughs> yeah how can you not get excited about it? it's a work of art there's a place where chris what's chris what's his pratt. name pratt pratt chris pratt really leans in on the fact that he told a dinosaur he was going to return its baby it, you made a promise yeah. to a dinosaur yeah, yeah. So, so I am here for okay. it. I, I Kyle, will, anything? Can, wait, Do you before, support me? Bef- before Kyle speaks, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I also have never seen one moment of a Jurassic Park movie, and I will remain that way till I die. So this mm. is not meant for me, I, but, but if an action movie is like would, cool and, uh, and shows me stuff I've never seen before, I could go see an action mm-hmm. movie. But this showed me everything I've ever seen, and I've seen like six action movies in my life. So- there you go. Every, but you haven't seen a Jurassic Park action Correct. movie. Therefore, you haven't seen real dinosaur, hot dinosaur action. And I never will. Hot dinosaur on yeah, dinosaur action. exactly. <laughs> now, and now we're back fruit. to my Skinamax days. Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. There is a segment of fiction. That is a, uh, yes, I, I am excited. I think the, the first trailer I thought was better because it hit that requel button. That it was like, ooh, because I have I have a big emotional connection to the first Jurassic Park. Like I saw the first Jurassic Park like yeah. five times in the theater the summer it was yeah, out. Me too. It was a big thing for me. Um, and, and then it's been diminishing returns ever since as far as I'm concerned. But, <laughs> I've, but I have diligently seen every single one of them and, and have uh, multiple times. It, they, they've almost crossed the point now with this one. They've sort of crossed into the Fast and Furious side of it, but I'm fine with that. Like I don't, I don't expect to have an emotional reaction like I did in, in the first Jurassic Park, but I'm I'm okay with it because I just like seeing, you know, expensive <laughs> special effects uh, and then action sequences. Yeah, great, sold. Yes, I'm I'm there yeah. for it. Like I said, I, I, I don't, I'm not going in thinking this is going to be any High type art. of uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> even or even even uh, you know pop art in terms of like you know I mean I. I have I have cried at Marvel movies, but uh, but I'm not going to <laughs> have any type of grocery. And when if Chris Pratt's character dies, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's too. You know. <laughs> like, no, no, I still part not, of me. I know um, this is the third um, movie that he's um, been in. Owen, oh, not Owen. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, right. I'm surprised you even pulled that. This is yeah. the third movie he's been in, and I'm still not convinced he's actually in them. Like yeah. I can pretty easily Mandela myself into thinking <laughs> it's someone else. Yeah. But um, but but, but I'm honestly it, why I'm you not see this going movie? to that movie to see Chris Pratt. No. Or to see uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I'm going to see the original. Yes, I am. I'm Dr. going to Grant, see Goldblum. Dr. Sadler. Yeah. Dr. Yep. Malcolm. That's it. It's coming out June 
Uh, in the U.S., June 10th, it is coming out. Uh, it is coming out in... Tickets oh, are available now if you want to get Tickets are available now. Uh, New Zealand, Australia, June 9th. It's pretty much, that's the big weekend. June 8th, uh, 9th, except for Japan. Sorry, Japan, July 29th. Ooh, sorry, Japan. Mm. Avoid the spoilers. All right, Kyle, your turn. Yeah, so uh, as we're talking about tonal whiplash, <laughs> <laughs> we're going straight from dinosaurs to... What could have been a stage play, I think, uh, because uh, I have a quiet, independent, seriously a quiet, independent little film. Uh, looks like maybe only has two actors in it called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Is one of the actors Bess Armstrong. So I've made a list of things that I'd like to get through. Oh, I think we'll certainly make a significant dent in it. Good. That's good. Good. You want to start with the blowjob? For 31 years, my husband would climb on top, do the business, roll off, put his pyjamas on and go back to sleep. I've never had an orgasm. And yes, in fact, if we do this, you will only be the second man I have ever had sex with. Oh, God. No, Nancy. This is crazy. Nancy. It's terrible. It's wrong. Nancy. Yes? Let's go to bed. Okay. What's the oldest person you've ever done it with? 82. 82? Yeah. 82. Nancy. Okay, I'm feeling a bit better now. I watched a ton of trailers. Because summer is starting, a ton of trailers are coming out. So I, I watched the Jurassic Park one, all these things. And I I sort of like, I don't know, I, was, I guess I was just kind of numb. I mean, all these things are coming out that I, I'm, I'm legitimately excited about and I'm going to see. But I just watched the trailer and go, yeah, okay. This was the only trailer I watched that I kind of had like a, oh, Oh, this is something I haven't seen before. Uh, and so it's it's a really simple story of basically a, a woman of a certain age uh, who, after having a series of bad things happen in her life, decides she's going to treat herself to one night of libidinous enjoyment. I think it's a month. And I hate to correct you. I month? think she says like oh, yeah, this month. Like she okay, hires yeah. him yeah, for a month. I, I was unclear because I read two synopsis and one said a night and one said. But you were using so. the word libidinous. Mad props. Yes. Go ahead. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, trying try to you know keep our PG rating. Uh, and so she uh, hires a man to to do all these things, and she has a list, and she's going to list. So and it's obviously it's it's Emma Thompson is what makes this you know all of a sudden shoot to the top of the list of like oh anything Emma Thompson does already is going to be of high quality. Uh, but I I've never seen this story before. Like you know it's like there's there's novels enough too, but like they don't make movies like this, and it really could be a stage play because it looks like it's going to take place almost entirely in the hotel room uh, where they're having these conversations. So these they're going to have these very frank open conversations. Conversations, and then they're going to do some adult things together. Uh, and it's, I, I find it really interesting because uh, I was even talking to this to the, um, the other Mandy uh, of the Man Cave about this and how few roles there are for women over 50. I mean, 50s it may be being generous, but they don't make movies like for, for them anymore. And uh, we were talking about how, how the, there's this vast sea of talent. With nothing to do, uh, and so it's great to see something like this. I hope it becomes, you know, an indie darling that they'll start to go. Oh wait, we can make movies about people who aren't twenty four and hot. Okay, great. So, what do you guys think? Well, might I start? Because Please. I saw Tonal Whiplash open for the Spin Doctors uh, oh, on the road, okay. and it was a fantastic <laughs> lineup. <laughs> Tonal Whiplash, great phrase. Nice. Uh, yeah. I love Emma Thompson. Like, I mean, I would, I want 
to move in with her and spend my days just being near her. She looks so radiant and so, yes, sexual, but also real and insecure about her sexuality and discovering it. And I want to want to see this movie. And yet somehow (laughs) it doesn't feel like a movie. It just it. I can't see like where it's going. If there was some hint of does she fall in love with him or does it get messy when they end this or like where is it going other than this woman pouring her heart out and they obviously form a nice bond and he's adorable. But I don't see a story. I see more of like a premise. So I will let others see it. And if it is an indie darling, I will watch it. (laughs) I'll be late to the game. I don't know. I think I I agree with you, Mandy. I'm not sure I see the arc of the story from this trailer, but I am on the other side of the fence. I'm absolutely going to see this movie. I think it looks delightful, and I'm I would be in it as a stage play too. Um, uh, there are lots of of those sorts of of uh, films that that I think make for great couple hours of storytelling. Um, I also really love uh, Daryl McCormick. I think he looks great in this movie. So I'm in a couple of episodes of um, what was the time uh, thing that's on Amazon Wheel of Time, uh, which was which was fun to see him. He's, it, it, you know, he's he has been around. I haven't seen him in a whole lot, but it was neat to see him in this. Uh, obviously, uh, Emma Thompson, Katie Brand is someone I I don't know well. I haven't seen much of her stuff, though we did watch Nanny McPhee Returns, and she was in that. (laughs) Although, apropos of this show, her start was 2006. She played various characters in a series called Titty Bang Bang, which seems uh, like a spiritual predecessor to this this film. I'm so glad that this exists. You know, we we talk all the time about movies for grown-ups. Like, what what is it that we need to see? In action movies, we need to see The Northman. We need to see The Duel. We need to see that. In in dramas, we need these movies to keep being made, I think. And I I feel like it's it's more important now than ever to actually spend a few bucks and, and see it where it counts. So, yeah. I'm in favor. And now I feel bad. All right. Well played. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't care about movies or women of a certain age. Well done. Apparently you don't. It's okay. Not everybody can have a passion for the arts. (laughs) It's tough for women in comedy. It's what what connects to you, and that's fine. But, like, I think what you're saying was not, we shouldn't make these movies, but, like, this trailer was not constructed well in order to I was saying she's old and she shouldn't be starring in movies at this age. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Where's the younger woman? So so there's our second poll quote of the episode. Right. (laughs) If Elle Fanning were playing it, I would go see it. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, I guess I guess we we're all finding out a lot about what uh, people you're physically attracted to in this episode. So it's very interesting. Now that we're done with that, let's move on to games. I have put together a small game for you. So uh, we will be using the, uh, the the box of silence. So uh, we will be taking turns. So one of you will be taking off your headphones as we go through. So this game is called Crisscross Applesauce, but I'm not going to tell you why just yet. So what we're going to do is we're going to don't leave yet, Pete. I have, I have to stand up for a game like this. Okay. He's okay. I have to reset. a fit. Should I stand I up? Is this happening? How dare you. It's like, are we st- Wait, it's going to get up? noisy when I stand up. Okay. All right. Oh, I stood up too far. <laughs> <laughs> we can't we can't see the beautiful hair. I know, right? No, no, no. This is terrible. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. 
<laughs> Bring it, It's Pete. not that physical of a game, I swear. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> I'm not afraid. So the premise of the game is I uh, like for each of you, uh, you're going to take one of you, Cindy Carefads was off and I'm going to give you the opening line of a movie and you're going to try and tell me what that movie is. Now I've, I've specifically catered the lists to be much more towards what you're interested in. So I'm not trying to do things, but there's a couple of them I put in there as, you know, just for a little bit of a challenge. And then some I put in there just, you know, I, I think famous enough that you'll get through. So uh, we'll do uh, one round of this. And then uh, when we come back, then we'll do a second round, which uh, the rules will slightly change. Okay. So, uh, Wait, like so does this mean that okay. we're getting the same, the same movies? That's why no, come to silence? Uh, no one has said that yet. But I want. But there's there's a reason, uh, and you'll find out in the second round. Oh, okay. okay. So, let Mandy all right, go so first. Uh, Mandy, you were first. Yeah. And you're getting your trailer in, so you're going to go first here too. So, Pete, please take off your headphones and all enter right. the cone of silence. Suck it, Pete. I'm going to be terrible at this, but I want Pete to. Fe- I'm going to. He can't hear me. I'm going to look like I'm getting them all right. But okay. I'm going to be yeah, terrible. So, yeah, that's right. Whatever you do, positive body yeah. language. Okay. So we have ten. So we go there. So um, we're not. I'm not timing you just because I don't like timed things. Uh, but you can ask me the type of movie it okay. is, because some of them are will be tougher, yeah. and I don't want to make it impossible okay. for you. Because I I tested some of these with my wife, and she did not do well. So I want to try and make it so that I'm being fair. Thank you, sir. Too, so okay. So here we go. All right. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> Um, Bugsy. I was 12 going on 13 the first time I saw a dead human being. Stand by me. Nice. Oh, oh. They say most of your brain shuts down in cryosleep. All but the primitive side, the animal side. No wonder I'm still awake. Don't know. Do, can I get a hint? Genre. Uh, it, is a, it is a science fiction film. Moving on. Don't know okay. it. Okay. Yeah, but I'm going to make Pete think I got okay. it. The world is changed. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. Moving on. I don't know it. <laughs> but I'm showing him I got it. I'm 36 years old. I love my family. I love baseball. And I'm about to become a farmer. Oh, um, I do know this. Field of Dreams. Nice. Yes. Okay. Kind of lonesome back here. Little help? Oh. This is a tougher one. So I can tell you it is a comic book movie. Oh. Uh, well, uh, furthermore, I can say you'd say rated R comic book movie. Rated R comic book movie. Um, Deadpool. Yes. Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do you did you know there are more people with genius IQs living in China than there are people of any kind living in the United States? Uh, genre, please. Uh, it is a a Oscar award Oscar award winning drama. Empire of the Sun. You. Okay. <laughs> that was probably not true. Choose life. Choose a job. Choose a career. Moving on. Okay. In Jailhouse Rock, Elvis was everything rockabilly is about. Living fast, dying young, and leaving a good-looking corpse. Hum. Hmm. Ah. Uh, crybaby. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's, not, that's <laughs> actually not, not far off. All right. And last one. Yeah. When I was lying there in the VA hospital with a big hole blown through the middle of my life, I started having these dreams of flying. Yeah, I would I would not know that. That sounds sad. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you're done, so. Yes! Oh, yes! So I did really well. Okay. Welcome back. 
I had to I had to just turn off everything because okay. I started watching Mandy have a seizure, I think, at one point. <laughs> she uh, when when she gets right, she she's very excited about it. So. Oh, she's off. She's out. She's, she's in the out, cone yeah, of silence. She's, now. she's in the she's in the cone of silence now too. This so she went right away. I didn't even have to ask her. So All she right. didn't have to gloat about it. Okay, so I'm going to then give you your set of questions. So all right, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be, Kyle. Okay, here we go. It was the summer of 1963 when everybody called me baby, and it didn't occur to me to mind. Oh, you! I'm sorry. You can you can ask um, what the type of film it is, just as a. As that. I only I can only think of uh, maybe two movies that have baby in them, and um, the other one is not Dirty Dancing. So you're going with Dirty Dancing? Yes. That is correct. Okay. Will you just watch the hair? You know, I work on my hair a long time and you hit it. He hits my hair. Hairspray? No. I don't know. Uh, when I think of my wife, I always think of her head. I picture cracking her lovely skull, unspooling her brains, trying to get answers. Gone girl. Correct. <laughs> I'm going back to Australia. I might never see you again. Uh, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. No matter what they say, it's all about money. Um, uh, is, uh, money ball. I can't remember that. Okay. No, it's not money ball. I know money ball. Whenever all I right. get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. Uh, fish called Wanda. <laughs> all right. Um, no, okay. that was Next terrible. One? Oh, uh, there are more? <laughs> all right. Let's do this one last time. Uh, Ocean's 13. <laughs> this is terrible. Okay. Of course, I've seen her films and always thought she was, well, fabulous, but, you know, million miles from the world I live in. Um, yeah. Is she saying I should know these? Mm -hmm. Are you just, you're not writing them? Is this a nope, pitch nope, meeting? These are not, these are not uh, originals that I came up with. Okay. All right. Give me the genre of this one. What, what kind of them? Uh, this is a romantic comedy. I've already forgotten the line. Do it one more time. Of course, I've seen her films and always thought she was, well, fabulous. But, you know, million miles from the world I live in. The first line you're saying. It is. It's the first line. And I've seen it, you think. Spoken by the lead character. And you have seen it. Uh, full Metal Jacket. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, next. <laughs> It all began on New Year's Day in my 32nd year of being single. Once again, I found myself on my own and going to my mother's annual turkey curry buffet. Is this a, is this a, a Neil Simon thing? It is not. It is much more, much more contemporary than that. Oh, I thought it was like Biloxi. Uh, oh, interesting. Um, okay. I don't, I don't know. It. Okay. All right. And last one. This is the story of how I died. Don't worry, this is actually a very fun story, and the truth is, it isn't even mine. That seems iconic. It does. This is the story of how I died. Is it genre? Yes. Comedy? I can tell you, it is an animated film. Oh, was it Miyazaki? No. Well, is it? I, I, don't, I need a director. I need a, I need a movie. But what if I... What? <laughs> What if I want you to tell me? <laughs> tell me what it is. is it, okay. It is animated. Yes. It is. Um, it sounds so familiar. Uh, is there a genre within animated that you can narrow it down? Uh, I can tell you it is a Disney animated. But that's, you know, that's three fourths of the animated movies out there. But it's not. 
Okay, one one more question. Well, give me an <laughs> give me an era. Is there an era? Can you give me the year? Um, Can you give me who I was would, in it? I would say it was after the year two thousand. After two thousand. Yes. Oh man! So it just gives you the last, you know, twenty two years. Uh, this is the story. Can you do it in character? I, I thought I was again. So I can tell again. you it is, it is. It is said. It is said by a male character. I'll tell you that. But that that's it, Dan. Like I, we're already into overtime on this one question. Uh, I will go with Andy's favorite weird selection. Whenever I say, "Give me a Disney movie that you love," and he doesn't say anything but Tangled. It is Tangled. <laughs> no, yes, no. it is. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I don't even need I to play anymore. Got, don't don't say what it is though, because I don't like how that up. ended. Oh. Yeah, Pete got real happy. One right, and it was a hail mary. It was quite the clutch. Oh. It was quite the All clutch. Right. Okay, so, oh, you know what? As I look over the list, I realized, you know, I gave you guys the wrong lists. I gave Mandy <laughs> doing pizzas and people doing. No, it's almost like it's almost like that was the plan all along. Oh wait, I got because a couple of them. <laughs> the double cross, oh. because that was a non-scoring round. Because the way you get points in this game is. Will the uh, will you be able to tell if the other person got it right or not? Oh. So, Mandy, you're going to go. You know, did Pete get it right? Okay. And Pete, you're going to. Did Mandy get it okay. right? So oh wow! You get, essentially, each Wait, one. I need to Chris double cross applesauce. That's right, double cross applesauce. Chris Ooh, that's even cross better. Apple. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the note. I'm gonna. Like, I'm, I'm gonna... suddenly incredible. My anxiety is peaking right now. <laughs> so, I don't. I I feel a little bit out so of the loop. That was a non-scoring round. That was just to get the base. So you have two. Essentially, you guys are. We're t- you're you're going to listen to each other now. You don't know oh, more tone of silence, so you can hear this part. So I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go, Mandy first. I'm going to mm-hmm. go down the list, and she if she knows the name of the movie, great. She gets a, a bonus point for that. But if her the question is, did you know what it was going to be? Okay. So. So, okay, so Manny, this is the list that I read to Pete. But they are movies geared towards me. Yes. It is really hard to do this because there are so many movies that just give away everything in the opening line. Like, I was going to, I'm like, oh, you talk about vacation every time you're on. The first line of vacation is, this is Rusty Griswold from the the play. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I'm a very simple girl. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying the Those are the movies I like. They're just, yeah. they're, I mean, like I didn't use miscongeniality because the first line is, uh, "What's the problem here, guys?" Mm-hmm. It was like, right? No, that's yeah, right. Not really. Right. That you know. That's how I logged yeah. into the podcast. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, so this is the piece. So, the first one is: It was the summer of 1963 when everybody called me baby, and it didn't occur to me to mind. Did what? What is it? Dirty dance. Dirty Dancing and Pete knew it. Ah, correct and correct. All right, second line. Will you just watch the hair? You know, I work on my hair a long time and you hit it. He hits my hair. I don't know and Pete did not know. I said hairspray. It's not. It's not hairspray. It is Saturday (laughs) Night Fever. Oh, okay. I've never seen it. I actually should have known that. But Uh, you were correct. All right. You were correct in that he did not know it. Man. All right. When I think of my wife, I always think of her head. I picture cracking her lovely skull, unspooling her brains, trying to get answers. Huh. Oh, really? Oh, maybe I, maybe I missed it. I thought you'd have this one. No, I don't know it, and Pete didn't know it. Oh, that's, a, that's zero on that one. Oh. Uh, Pete did know it, because oh. it's Not Gone only Girl. Did, did Pete know it, he got it before Kyle even finished the sentence. That's gone true. Girl. All right. I should have known that. Have you seen Gone Girl? Uh, yeah. Read it, saw it. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I say I thought yeah. I thought you that was one of yours. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going back to Australia. I might never see you again. Oh, Greece. Did Pete know it? Um, wait a minute. Yeah, Greece too, though, right? No, it was Greece. Greece. Too. It was oh, regular. so no, oh, because Greece. it was regular Greece. So no, Pete didn't know it. Greece too is your favorite thing. <laughs> Greece yeah, too is my favorite, it. but away. Away. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you're giving away you didn't know. <laughs> okay. Silence. This one, the, okay, this one's a, a little tougher than I, than I thought it was going to be, but we'll see. No matter what they say, it's all about money. Wall Street. And did Pete get it right? Uh, no. Okay, and so zero. You did not get it right, so you get one point for that, but it is Pretty Woman. Oh. All cool. right. I stand ashamed. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird line for Pretty Woman, but you know, when you think about it, you go, okay. Yeah. Oh, and once again, you can ask me what, what, the, what type of film it well, is. Well, now that I know they're yeah. geared towards me, I don't need to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, You're, uh, we'll see. We'll you see know me goes. fairly well. All right, uh, all right number six. Uh, whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world, I think about the arrivals gate at Heathrow Airport. Love Actually. And uh, did, did he know no, it? Pete did not know that. Correct. He did no. not know uh, it. Heartless bastard. No. <laughs> All right. Number seven. All right. Let's do this one last time. And I can tell you that line is said multiple times. Yeah. And you, and you did it like in character. I did. I, you did. All right, let's do this one last time. Uh, I don't know it, and Pete did not know it. Pete did not know it, and you don't know it? mm It is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I would never know the first line. Um, I mean, I like that movie. But... Doubly, so doubly a shame. Yeah. Okay, but wow. you get a point for that, though. Okay, uh, number eight. Uh, of course, I've seen her films and always thought she was, well, fabulous, but, you know, million miles from the world I live in. Huh. Uh, that's interesting. I'm just, I don't want to take too long thinking. I've seen her films and I thought, well, a million miles from the world I live in. Mm-hmm. It is a rom-com. Pete did not know it. Pete did not know um, it. She says. America's Sweetheart. No, that would be really good. No, it is Notting Hill. Notting Hill. Hill. <sighs> right actress. But you, get, I you still get a point. Right should actress. have known that. did not know it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Number nine. It began on New Year's Day in my 32nd year of being single. Once again, I found myself on my own and going to my mother's annual turkey curry buffet. Bridget Jones Diary and Pete did not know that. Correct. Two points. He did not know that. I can't remember. What did I say? Patton or something like that? (laughs) I think so. Deeply, uh, deeply misguided. Full metal jacket. jacket. That's right. Uh, All right. uh, uh, Okay. Last last one. Um, This is the story of how I died. Don't worry. This is actually a very fun story. And the truth is, it isn't even mine. I should so know this. Pete got Pete got a lot. Pete got a lot of hints on this one. So okay, yeah, I'll take a hint. All right. So it is an animated film. Uh, and the line is not being spoken by the lead character. This is the story of how I died. And heads up. <laughs> Don't worry. This is actually a very fun story. And the truth is, it isn't even mine. Mitchell's versus the machines. And did Pete get it right? He did not. But I don't think I'm right either. You're, you are incorrect and on both ah. counts. Because he, and in the last minute, after asking a bunch of questions, he hail married Tangled. Oh, I would never get that. Yeah. Okay. All right, right, let's just so. be clear. I didn't get it. I guessed it because Andy says tangled all the time whenever we talk about <laughs> movies that are really obscure. He loves that movie, and I just got lucky. All right. Okay. 
All right, so I will, I will tally afterwards because, you know, math is my favorite part of this game. All right, <laughs> so now we're going over to you, Pete. So uh-huh. these are the ones I asked Mandy. Uh, did she get them or not? She's very nervous about that. Aggressively okay. nervous. As yeah. far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Goodfellas. Did she get it right? Uh, she was very excited at this point in her round. And I'm going to say no. Right. She did not get it right. <sighs> wow. Two points. For but you. what did she say? I don't remember. I'll tangled. Have to go back and listen oh, to the tape. All right. All right. That's just a tangled. Yeah, <laughs> tangled right. That was her go-to. She just said tangled yeah. to all of them, which is ironic. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, number two. I was 12 going on 13 the first time I saw a dead human being. Stand by me. And I bet you got it. She did get Pete, it. Pete, I, I am so weirdly touched that you had that faith in me. Like, I, <laughs> that just made, I was like, Pete knows I would get that. <laughs> That's a, that's like a, a straight up no brainer. Oh well, yeah. look, don't say that after I say. Oh, hey, yeah. They say most of your brain shuts down in cryo sleep. All but the primitive side, the animal side. No wonder I'm still awake. Um, uh, it is a, it is a science fiction film. Yeah, well, of course it's a okay. science fiction film. <laughs> cryo sleep. Is it not an? It's not an alien thing. I feel like I know how those start. Um, wow. Why? Can't I, this is very, very familiar to me. I don't know it, and I don't think I don't think Mandy knew it. Okay, so you're saying she didn't know it, and you you do not know it, and I can't. I don't know it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you were correct. She did not know it. Um, would it help if I dropped my voice about like thirty decibels and went? They say most of your brain shuts down in cryo sleep. That it's actually it doesn't help because I'm already okay. hearing that. Like I hear the line, I just okay. can't place the movie because it's all about family. This is pitch black. That was Vin Diesel crying out loud. I'm not kidding, Kyle. When you dropped your voice down, I was going to say it's Vin Diesel, but then I didn't want to insult you. Like I was like, if it's not, he'll feel that. And I didn't do it. I I was specifically was trying not to do it in in any type of thing. All right, here's the here's the thing. This will come. We're going to finish this conversation. I can't tell you now during the list because I have I have to come back to it. All right, right, number four. The world has changed. I feel it in the water. I feel it in the earth. I smell it in the air. Um. Well, I. Is this what, this is, um, it's, uh, <laughs> is this a, does he sound like, uh, is it a, a, a woman? Is this a woman? It is. Saying this, is this, uh, what's her name? Kate Blanchett. <laughs> From what film? Which one, which one is it? Fellowship of the Ring. Correct. Did Mandy know that? <gasps> oh, God, that was, that was lucky. I could have chosen any of them. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to say Mandy didn't know it. You are correct on both things. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Next one. I'm 36 years old. I love my family. I love baseball, and I'm about to become a farmer. Um, that field of dreams? It is. Did Mandy know that? Yeah. She did. <sighs> All right. Uh, no, number six. This was a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of lonesome back here. Little help? Do you have an accent to drop on me for this? No, actually, that Tim? was pretty much uh, almost, <laughs> almost almost an impression, just because it happens that our, our voices are very similar. And a lonesome back here, a little help. I don't know. I don't know the answer Do you, to that. Are you going to ask me anything? Uh, okay, what uh, genre is this? It is a superhero film. It is a rated R superhero is, film. Is it a, is it a, uh, a Marvel-adjacent super, superhero film? I, I've given you all the help I'm going to give. Oh, is it help. Deadpool? It is Deadpool. <sighs> Did Mandy know it was Deadpool? 
Yes, but I don't think she really knew it. <laughs> she did, and she did, and she she got it right. She I, did not know did it. Really, no, he said rated R Marvel, and I was like right. Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Number seven. Uh, did you know there are more people with genius IQs living in China than there are any kind of kind living in the United States? Social network. Correct. Did Mandy know that? One of my very very favorites. No. Correct. That was so lucky. I, I the moment I said it, I was like, okay, I she like knew that it. Movie. She knew it. Okay. She had smug look on her face right now. She knew it. <laughs> All right, number eight. Choose life. Choose a job. Choose a career. All right, I can I'm I'm gonna say right now she didn't know this. Okay. But Ewan McGregor does, because it's train spotting. It is, and you are correct on both counts. I just watched this uh, not very long ago. Okay. In Jailhouse Rock, Elvis was everything rockabilly is about. Living fast, dying young, and leaving a good-looking corpse. Oh, my goodness. Can you give me an era? Uh, let's see. I believe it is late 90s. Wow. Uh, that It sounds very, very familiar, and I can't place it. And I'm going to say Mandy doesn't know it either. Okay, so you're saying she didn't know it, and you don't know it. And I don't know it. Okay, so you get plus one because she did not know that it was the beginning of True Romance. That <sighs> thought occurred to me, but I didn't say it. Yeah. Oh, it see. sounds like hand to Tarantino, glove it's, if right it's, there. If they start talking about pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was it. I, I could have done that or could have done, let me tell you what Like a Virgin's about. <laughs> All right, last one. When oh, I was more? lying there in the VA hospital with a big hole blown through the middle of my life, I started having these dreams of flying. Um, uh, these dreams go on when I close my eyes. I'm helping. I'm helping. <laughs> uh, VA hospital. I can't believe I'm. I can't place this, it exactly this, because I, I can only think of one movie. Line, but this is a this is a very well known movie. And it's the first, first line, first spoken. Supposed, oh yeah, I guess that my thing was the first spoken line. So if it was a musical, I wouldn't do like whatever the song that was playing. This is the first spoken line of dialogue in all of these movies. In the VA hospital, as yes. a musical, is what you're telling me. It's not really a musical. You're just trolling. <laughs> no, right. it's not. It's not a musical. But I'm <laughs> okay. saying like the only Greece, thing I could honestly, the only thing I could think of is Jacob's Ladder right now. But I, but that's I don't know. It just got in my head. It's I'm. Sh- Almost sure. That's not it. I would be damned lucky if that was it. And I'm going to say that Mandy did not know it. Uh, you are correct. Mandy did not know it. So you get one point for that. And it's um, second highest grossing film of all time, Avatar. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. Because, you know, what we remember about Godfrey Avatar Daniels. is the dialogue. <laughs> So, yeah, that's right. Anyway, so, it's, it's uh, a real character I can see there are more twos on one side than the other, so Pete is our winner in this case. Oh. Uh, was that was that fun or was that stress inducing and humiliating? Fun. Like, I, could, I didn't know how it was all the way. Out. Okay. I don't know why Can't he gets you, stressed. I could choose all three, right? <laughs> sure. Why not? I, this is a real red letter day. I'm notoriously bad at these trivia games, and so I feel just deeply honored that I even <laughs> I even placed in a in a match with just two people. So, so that was uh, thank you. Double Cross Applesauce. I love it. It's a great name. Named by Mandy. Oh, perfect. DM. Yep. Outstanding. So if you like games like this and uh, you'd like to become a member, you can do so over at nextreal, thenextreel.com slash membership. Most will cost you five bucks a month. If you're a member, you get access to live streams as we record, early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, access to the super secret member channels and Discord, member bonus episodes, and 
even stickers, perhaps even longer versions of episodes like the one you're listening to now. If you're wondering what movies the next reel is going to be talking about in the next coming weeks, you can find our HQ page on Letterboxd, and you'll find a list of all the movies from our 2022 season. While you're there, Letterboxd is offering a discount to anyone listening to the next reel. Just use the code NEXTREEL. It was written in all caps on the thing. At checkout, and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to Pro or Patron with a 20% off discount. It also works for renewals, because we love you. So now it's time for... The Rob Cabasco Memorial List Challenge. We were challenged by last week's hosts, including one of the returning hosts, for craziest, most over-the-top kills by method. <laughs> I don't well, understand because, that part. Specific well, they, they, the guys worried that uh, it's not worth going into. They, they worried that you <laughs> we, would think it was they've heard the episode. like, wow, they killed off that character? We didn't expect that. They were worried. So oh, it was like we wanted no. it to be That's what I did killed. On my list. No, okay, yeah. The I actual style, yeah. implement, et cetera, yeah. of yes. the kill. Yes. So, so right. Mandy, how traumatized are you by watching these clips on YouTube? Uh, I, when you did your research, you wanted to watch I didn't get like impaired. No, I didn't, I didn't watch or... any because the ones I chose, I saw and they burned into my brain and oh. I had them to, to call up. And the first one, okay. I think... I, I think it's a steal. Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street getting pulled into the bed and then the fountain uh, of the blood. Of yeah. blood. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Not a steal oh. for me. Not a steal for me. Uh, definitely high up Iconic, there, but, though, right? Uh, I mean, yeah. Oh, truly so. iconic. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And a great way to start the list. Hey, thanks. It is a great well way to start hey, thanks, the list. Guys. I um, I have I actually... I'm, I believe I'm next in the... Thing? Are you? Are you? Are you? No, you had right. You had the dinosaurs. Sorry. You Slow were, your I, roll. I, I had my dinosaur. It, yeah, yeah. Right. I know. I'm, I was. I should. I just, I'm just gonna sit yeah. back here quietly mm-hmm. and think about mm-hmm. death. You think about what you did. I, uh, I Chrissy, uh, recently on a sat mat brought up the uh, Deep Blue Sea movies, ah, and yes. uh, I own all three of them, uh, <laughs> which is not great. Not great, but I I also love sharks. I love sharks and shark death, and there are a number of fantastic shark deaths in uh, in the, those movies. The one that I think people haven't seen, likely because it came out fairly recently, is actually Deep Blue Sea Three. Have you either of you seen Deep Blue Sea Three? Never, I, never I heard of DS One or Two or Three. So, oh, you have not seen Deep Blue nope. Sea. Oh. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah. It's there's yeah yeah there's some there's some good uh, uh, Shark sharks, but the sharks backwards. are so yeah. smart because they're they're intellectually augmented mm. in order to be able to take fluid out of their brains to help Alzheimer's patients. So it's a do-gooder movie. But the third <laughs> one is an environmental movie mm. because it exists uh, because climate change is happening, and that's the whole premise: is they're climate change crusaders, and there is an evil military uh, ne'er do well who at one point is in a battle of fisticuffs with one of our protagonists and the protagonist rolls him over with his head in the air and shark protagonist the hero of the film if you ask me leaps out of the water like a dolphin and 
effortlessly lifts the bad guy's head and severs it in his mouth and takes it with him into the water and leaves such a clean corpse writhing in our hero soldier's arms with no head and the shark goes off into in, in his merry way oh, to live again to attack just moments later uh, but i love the precision of the fantasy that sharks kill like this and it it has absolutely stuck with me it's elegant it is precise it is deep blue c3 okay all right very nice all right. Uh, for my list, I, I ended up doing this essential list a couple weeks back, uh, even though it wasn't part of the topic. So I kind of didn't want to steal from myself. So uh, for for my thing, I, I decided to do a theme. And so my theme is mass death. So my thing is like, you know, one person is shocking, but I decided... What if I, I find the most shocking deaths of multiple people at the same time? Uh, and so uh, my first one is actually from a very recent film uh, from James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Opening sequence, total party kill. Ooh. We get to see all these heroes we've uh, been seeing on advertisings and, and, and mugs and, and shirts suddenly entirely wiped out in the first 15 minutes of the movie. And you go, wait, what's happening now? <laughs> yeah. All right. That is a that's a great one. Uh Awesome. Mandy. Oh, it is clear. I'm not, I will not have seen anything that you guys offer up. Um, Okay. Uh, (laughs) Not surprising. I know my role. Okay. Yes. Okay. So this one I've seen a few times. The movie itself, not so violent, not so shocking. This moment when I was a kid left me haunted forever. I think it's the second Indiana Jones film where he reaches in and grabs the heart out. It's like a still beating heart. And the guy actually looks down and is like, "Uh oh, and then he dies. (laughs) Is that Temple of Doom? (laughs) Om Nom Shibai. Om Nom Shibai. Om Nom Shibai. Okay. That that was. I did not care for that. That is an outstanding pick. It's one of those I can't believe isn't a uh, isn't a steal, but. It is not. Ah, all right. Oh, all right. fantastic. All right. All right. What's next, Pete? Uh, oh. So uh, I have a couple of movies with some uh, some real cinematic credibility. And so I'm going to save that and see if I can get it in my first pick, uh, in, in my number one place. So instead, I'm going to choose another number three. Okay. And that would be a, another series of movies that has really capitalized on um, the antagonist of death as an active participant in the narrative. I'm talking about Final Destination 3. Ah, uh, yes. Oh. Excellent. And uh, the scene in particular that I really love is when the girls decide that they really want to show honor to their to and, and they show honor to the, to the events of the film. I I don't even want to go into it, but they show honor (laughs) by deciding to go get some color. So they show up to graduation with a little color. Mm -hmm. And and so they go to a tanning bed together, side by side tanning bed. And uh, death will have none of it. And the girls get on the tanning beds and then they are summarily... flambéed in, in the <laughs> yeah. tanning beds side by side screaming with flame coming out of the sides they can't get out but the best part as a side yeah, note the yeah. best part of this Naked. is that it cuts from an overhead of the flames coming out to an overhead of their side by side grave shots <laughs> it is so perfectly aligned 
<laughs> you just, I mean, you can't, it's like, it's Ace's filmmaking is what it is. It's just really great. So uh, Final Destination 3, what was your aside? Yeah. Do you have commentary? Oh, I uh, just, you, you forgot to mention the fact that they, were, of course, were naked. Well, yeah. Well, it's fine. You know, when you go training in a bed that a bunch of other people use, of course you're going to be as naked as you possibly yeah. can. That's just you got to get you got to tan, tan the uh, tan the tan the genitals. I hear. I just listened to a podcast about uh, tanning your uh, testicles to in- improve vitamin wow. D. Really, right. Mandy? Very different playlist. I yeah. have never no, tanned my a, testicles. Never. Sawbones. <laughs> Listen to the current episode of the Sawbones no, podcast. They actually uh, disabuse this particular right. myth. Okay, you don't. Please don't tan your testicles. Is all I'm saying. Good death. <laughs> a method. Good death method. This podcast comes to a screeching yeah. halt <laughs> on sunning the Jennies. Yeah. So, uh, Kyle, it's up to okay. you. All right. Uh, so, uh, my next. Uh, 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 mass death event is uh, early on in the movie. Uh, you see that there, the villains have uh, come up with this way of uh, being able to sort of reach out and touch someone in a way they don't want to be touched by uh, popping their heads like balloons. And so you think like, oh, okay. And so when the hero then goes into the thing, he's going to stop that from happening. But instead, he flips the switch and instead uh, blows the heads off of. Every single person in there in Kingsman, the Secret Service. And uh, the, 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 what I really like about Matthew Vaughn is that instead of having it be gory, he makes it fun because it's light and confetti. And there's the, there's the, it's, it's with a musical montage. You know, it's, it's a fun way of watching uh, all the evil people be decapitated. Yeah, I took my way too young daughter to see that movie in the theater. <laughs> oh, wow. That was a mistake. There were many opportunities Many. in that movie for me to cover her eyes in the theater but we stayed to the very end okay that was also a mistake and now you're paying for all that therapy yep she's doing great all right all right top Mandy. of the order uh bring us home okay Mandy. i have a very real fear of bugs as we mm. all witnessed on the infamous podcast episode when a spider crawled across pete's camera and like yeah. i had dreams about it <laughs> so at a very young age, my best friend Tara had HBO and I didn't. And we watched something and it was gory and it was gross and we were watching and then bugs happened. Now, in my mind, I imagine that these bugs killed this character. I don't know if that really happened, but they started crawling out of the walls and everywhere. And there were so many bugs and I was so traumatized and it's creep show. Did they kill him? Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. He doesn't. Did they come up out of the sink? And, and he's the germaphobe. Like, right? He's his, the total germaphobe. Uh, like, yeah. I, I never, I don't yeah. think I watched Cockroaches. it mm-hmm. to the end. I think I probably ran out of the room screaming, I why God, why? He comes, but, he comes out of the, does he, he comes out of the know. building, Kyle, oh. do you remember this? And they're under his skin. <gasps> like that was the big reveal <sighs> that yeah. all of them are gone, but they've gone into his body and, and he explodes yeah, yeah. with them. He dies, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's creep show. I, yeah, it's I creep mean, show. Yeah, I didn't get to the tin. to the dying part. I don't think because I was just like, oh, oh, my, <laughs> my eight year old self was like, oh hell no, and I ran out of the room, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, oh, so that to me is okay. Number one, okay. All right. Yes, moving on. So I'm. Okay. That's me yep. next. Right. I can, yeah. What's your, what's your thing? Uh, oh dear. Well, um, uh, I uh, I'll go with. Uh, the a, a I guess it's I guess it's a classic. I didn't watch this for a long time, 
because I I saw it when I was very young. Uh, it is a, a movie that that actually came out when I was very young. Uh, I was one when it came out, uh, and so I didn't see it obviously in the theater. Um, but at the end of the movie, uh, they actually uh, light uh, a, a man ablaze in inside another man. That it that other man is a wicker man, and and watch him burn. This is 1973's Wicker Man uh, with Christopher Lee and uh, Edward Woodward, and it was absolutely horrifying. So I saw it when I was I don't know older teenager, and this was back when I didn't like horror movies or creepy movies or anything like that. Then I saw another movie, which may end up being on this list. And I went back and watched this and realized just how much I like it and appreciate it. And so I am, um, I, I am, I am now a celebrant of the Wicker Man, creepy, uh, uh, horrific uh, little Scottish tale of of uh, flambéed wicker people. All right. Uh, so my last one uh, is, you know, you. You scrimp and you save and you just want to go on a nice vacation. And so you finally get to go and you get to take the cruise you've always wanted to do. And so you're on the deck. You're having a wonderful time. You're with a ton of people. And suddenly you hear a strange sound, sort of a twang. And everyone on the deck is decapitated in instance <laughs> as, a, as a steel cable whips from one side of the ship to another in 13 ghosts. Wait, they were all the same height? Yeah, no, it's it's well, they they don't all get to kind of that's, that uh, might many people not be based on a true and, story. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but I would say that the 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 second runner for that was would also be thirteen ghosts because I, I believe a guy gets bisected by a sheet of uh, a sheet of glass and you get to see the inside when the front part falls away. So. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought I, I work, have that, boy, that memory scene is top notch in terms of oh my god, I can't believe they just did that. I have a total memory of that scene, but it wasn't 13 Ghosts. It's Ghost Ship. Oh, is that is it Ghost Ship? I thought it was 13 Ghosts. I think it's Ghost Ship, the opening scene. And there's the and there's the little girl who lives at the end. And the only reason she lives at the end is because, because she short, was shorter than around. everybody else who was bisected. Oh, you're right. It is Ghost Ship. Okay. Yep. Wow. I mean, it was a ghost thing, but... Yeah, ghost ship. I think ghost it was ship, ghost ship. Thank you. I will what a great pull, though. How did that not end up on my list? Ugh. Good one. It's, Ugh. It's brutal. Yeah, totally All right, brutal. So that was, there was our there was our list. Our, our crazy violent guest. So next week, what do we wish to inflict on those poor fools? Uh, who are those poor fools? So this will be. Uh, I believe it is uh, hosted by our own Ocean Murph. We have the returning Chrissy Lenz and the man, handsomest man in podcasting, Mr. Tommy Metz. Ooh, okay. Uh, as we spoke, I, I had two quick ideas. They might have been done. They might have been, uh, they might be too limiting. Although the second one was we were talking about the Emma Thompson trailer. And what about movies that take place almost entirely in one room or on one set? Have we done that? I feel like we have done that. I feel oh. like we might yeah. have done okay, that. Okay, then the yeah. other was two-handers, but that's tough. There aren't a lot. Yeah. Uh, I had written down memory, uh, uh, like uh, memory loss films, uh, of course, pulling off of, of Severance. Uh, well, I thought you were going to say pulling off of, of memory, which opens in theaters, starring Liam <laughs> Neeson this, this, this weekend. <laughs> Uh, Did you forget about that one? uh, Yeah, 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 that was good. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, I was thinking about memory movies, movies movies dealing with 
loss of memory, but I there might, that might be limiting. Of, of how, um, you know, how electric the sexual tension between the three of us has been the episode that we would do something <laughs> about love scenes. But I thought instead of doing best love scenes, we would do like weirdest love scenes. Oh, um, there you know, it is. Like Absolutely. Take, so take there it is. Say no more. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's the one. But you guys, they can't mm-hmm. use this live stream as one of them. <laughs> we agreed, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess we can, they we can might. put that proviso on All right. there too. So <laughs> that's right, awesome. So, so there we go. Yeah. So next week, we'll tune back in for weird something. So, uh, so Pete, uh, what what's coming up on next reel? What's the what can people listen to uh, coming up in the next week or so? I'm wildly unprepared for that question, okay. but hey, I'll do Mandy, my best. Tell us what's coming up in the man cave. <laughs> no. If you are a member, oh, then okay. you can hear us talk about my favorite uh, uh, weird uh, space vampire movie based on the book Space Vampires. Uh, that is Life Force. That's our oh, member bonus yeah. movie uh, this week. But we're in the, we we are just wrapping up our coming of age uh, films, and and uh, so we. We finished talking about, you know, Diary of a Teenage Girl and 13 and uh, there's some there's some rough kids mm-hmm. <laughs> in these mm-hmm. movies. I'm so glad my daughter is out of the house. Uh, so and then we are jumping into sports movies, which we are kicking off our, our, one of the greats, Love and Basketball, uh, uh, which is a terrific, terrific, terrific <laughs> love and basketball movie. It's you're, written you're, on the 10. You're, I see. Yeah. I have not been on to Letterboxd uh, HQ to see the stuff coming on there. Are, are you just specifically doing a particular sport, or are you sort of jumping around like you're doing? We're some ch- jumping around. So, Love and Basketball, okay. uh, Girl Fight, uh, which okay. is uh, another uh, terrific one, Lords of Dogtown, and Queen of Cotway, mm. because chess is a sport. <laughs> That's what we've decided. <laughs> so, Manny, what's coming up on the Mand Cave? The, the episode that will drop Monday is The Girl Before on HBO Max. And then Mandy has assigned me Colin Jost's book, Punchable Face, a very punchable face. And I'm listening and I am walking around my neighborhood in the morning, cackling like an idiot. That man is funny. And uh, I very much look forward to quoting all my favorite parts with Fabian on the Mand Cave. You... Uh, see that new and speaking of, and speaking of Mandy Fabian, uh, the new episode of Curiosity Codex, uh, where we ha- where I'm like our continuing conversation about uh, the making of her first feature film, Just Plus None, uh, continues on. So uh, the uh, next one that we're coming up, I, I say I've I've, I've been. Uh, I've been editing and releasing episodes, so I don't even know what the next one coming up is. Uh, but uh, it's it's I think we're we're sort of in seven or eight or so too. So we're wow. Uh, it's it's been going it's going great in there. Yeah, and how many times? Just in terms of turning the show into a drinking game, how many times would you say uh, up to now have you used the words "just plus none" in your conversation <laughs> together? Not as many as I should have, because certainly uh, I, not as many as you'd think. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, early on we were sort of talking about everything else, and I, and I realized after a couple episodes in that we hadn't actually talked about what the name of the real movie was, and then I realized that I didn't know what it was, wow. and then I felt bad about asking, and then it got weird, and then when she mentioned it, I was like made a note, and so then from then on I mentioned as much possible. So it's Hilarious. coming out uh, later on this year. So make sure everyone goes to see Jess Plus Done because I am. Neat. <laughs> It's a great show. I'm addicted why, to it. This is why it's, it's a conversation. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I am not a professional journalist. I'm a person that goes, no, no, shut up. I have a question now. <laughs> well, thank you for your but, restraint during this episode of Sat Map. Oh, I've, I've tried. You, yeah. know. You, you wear different hats and different things. So, 
Uh, but, but thank you both for joining me on this. This was a, a lovely time. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, obviously, there's plenty of, of fun things on the uh, Next Reel and Extended Family of Podcasts. Uh, you can enjoy while you're waiting for the next Saturday to roll around. So thank you, Pete. Thank you, Mandy. Thank you, Kyle. And of course, thank you to uh, Phoebe Lynn Dean and Cooter Buckley because they're really, they were hard to book, mm-hmm. let me tell you. So cute, 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 go cute, listen to some cute. Willie Nelson music and you know what? Do something nice for yourself. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January. Or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.